I'm gonna, I'm gonna like put my gameplay over the visuals. No. For the, <laughs> you're gonna no! watch my, my, my Crunker.io gameplay. Everybody, oh no, shut hey, up. Everybody, welcome. To, this is the Gamergate Crunker.io. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you tricked me. You bitch. <laughs> You've been pranked. All right, I'll be back. Hey, yo. Yo, what up? I'm about to talk about side effects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, um, Ben's cold affects his alien transformations, leaving Wild Mutt virtually blind, forearms with putrid pus pockets, and heat blast far from able to warm up. Not good when there's a bug-manipulating maniac threatening a city. It's Landlord Bee Guy. <laughs> yeah, I fucking told you there was a bee guy that gets evicted from his apartment. Eviction <laughs> is the root of all evil in the Ben Tang yeah, universe, sorry. apparently. <laughs> All animal-related evil. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you, I'm sure you can guess why I was deeply offended by this episode, right? No, why? Come on. I'm Demigloom. What is Demigloom known for, Riley? I don't know. Come on. I'm not going to get it. Don't even... We're not going to sit here and play the game. It's not okay, even, the not hint... Happening. Your hint is that it's it's bug-related. Oh, they kill bugs. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Like thousands of bugs die in this episode, and I actually, I actually genuinely have like a moral problem with this. And this probably sounds like a joke, but I'm, I'm dead serious. Um, I don't like the, I don't like um, the killing of bugs. I don't like the killing of anything, but including but not limited to bugs, being like presented like so lightly as a laughing matter. Like, it was just like, oh, ha, 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 we just killed, like, thousands of living creatures. Like, no. Like, it's a... Obviously, death can be portrayed on screen, but it's a delicate subject that needs to be handled with um, some amount of maturity. Unless it's, like, specifically... You know, obviously, like, I don't give a shit if fucking Family Guy kills bugs. Family Guy kills millions of people per episode, right? But, like, when it comes to something like this, something that's, like, serious, clearly being presented in a serious light... Um, I think the death of bugs should be treated with some amount of weight rather than just like, you know what I mean? Nah. Yeah, well, obviously because you don't you don't care about bugs, so like, of course you're going to disagree with me. So there's no there's like no point in arguing about this unless we want to just have the bug debate again. God, you suck. Do you want to have the bug debate again, or do you want to move on? Because those are the two options. No, I'm actually really distracted right now. Please just give me one minute. Fuck, I can't find it. God damn it. What are you looking for? It's like one of those things where like, you think of a song and you really want to find what it is, and then you can't find what it is. Why, why are you doing this on the podcast? Because it, it just... You can't control that shit. It just happens. I thought about a song... Okay. I left to piss, and I also briefly took out the trash, because my mom told me to. And while I was taking out the trash, this fucking song appeared in my head. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I gotta okay. find this. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I've been there. That was, uh, that was, that was me the other day, when, they, when fa there was a, the Family Guy bit about a song. And I was like, holy shit, what's, what's the real song? I know this song. And I spent like four hours trying to figure it out. It's torture. And then that song ended up being uploaded to Demi and the Goons as a DS version. It's crazy. Fam Family Guy is actually the real, the real uh, puppet master behind Demi and the Goons. Fun fact. Yeah, of course. My entire my entire sense of humor 
that you can see on that channel is completely Family Guy inspired. You know, listeners, if, if any of you know the Pokemon anime song that goes do 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 the the one that goes like that, I can't find it. <laughs> I know it's real. Are like, you telling like, me you were scrolling through like Pokemon anime songs? I, I was scrolling through Pokemon anime OST trying to find the song that goes do 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 do. Uh, I think you're think I think you're uh I think you're thinking of one that goes beep 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 boop bop. <laughs> yeah, no, songs are like completely unidentifiable with fucking gobbledygook when you try to like make them with your mouth. It's not, it doesn't work, but I just, I want to know. It's like it plays when they're like in creepy places, but I tried like looking up Pokemon anime creepy music and all I got was fucking Lavender Town. Well, not even, not even Lavender Town from the anime, just like the results about Lavender Town in general. When I looked up creepy Pokemon anime OST, did you know that uh, Lavender Town, the music actually gave like kids like fucking brain damage or some shit? No, it's real, bro. Do you mean to tell me people go on the internet just to tell lies? (laughs) No, everybody tells the truth on the internet. That's the rule. Yeah, that is the rule. This episode was really good. This episode was perfect, actually. The Ben 10 one? Yes. Uh, no. I know they killed some bugs. <laughs> I, I understand your gripe, but uh, this episode was really solid. Uh, I like the, I like the the plot of the bug guy, right? Combined with the the running gag of the aliens being sick, like being sprinkled throughout the plot. I yeah, think no, that... like the cold affecting the aliens was like a really cool like gimmick idea. And then it's all surrounded with this with this really cool, like interesting villain. Um and there's there's a lot of good action in the episode. There's a lot of like fun character moments. Uh this is the perfect Ben Ted episode to me. It's not my favorite, it's not better than the Alliance. But it might be on equal footing. Really? Is it a 10 out of... Well, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Um, I honestly... I thought it was pretty good, but um, it got a little bit it got a little bit repetitive. Like, oh, the bug guy. Oh, we, we're going to get the bug guy. We're gonna, oh, the bug guy's gone. We got to go find... Oh, 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 the bug guy's... Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's here. Oh, you know what I mean? A little bit too much of that. <laughs> that that kind of happens in every Ben 10 episode, though. There's a villain, they fight him, and then they leave, and then they find the villain, and they fight him again. <laughs> and that's kind of... <laughs> that's the Ben 10 formula, I think. Yeah, I think this... It was just a little bit excessive this time. Uh, also, I have one... One, like, serious complaint about okay. the, the animation, particularly. Why? Well, um, wrong with it? So, when he's, like, completely, like consumed by these bugs and he's just like a big like bug monster i don't know if you noticed this riley but basically like their method of creating this instead of like actually animating the bugs they they just like basically made the character like a fucking like green screen and then just like put like a a, a fucking looping gif of bugs around over that they just like rotoscoped it in there and you can clearly see that despite the guy moving um the placement of the bugs on the screen is it like it's stagnant because because it's not animated it's just like a fucking like background and it, essentially the 
there's an image of bugs crawling around that is a background of the video of the animation and they place the footage of the actual show over that but the the character the bug guy serves as like a hole in the video do you know what i'm saying okay i see what you mean did you notice this not really i don't really pay attention too deeply usually but i, I don't even have to pay attention like I feel like I, I don't I I don't know if most people notice that or not because like I do I do tend to like notice really weird like oddly specific things and then also not notice things that like other people complain about. But yeah, other than that, like that and the killing bugs, I don't really have a problem with this episode. I think it was pretty good. I the definitely like the guess last my one problem, better. My only problem with the episode and like obviously I love this episode, so I'm not gonna let this bother me. But like if I try to think of criticism. There is kind of a thing where, like, this is just Dr. Animo, but again... Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's... They're both, like, weird, like, really weird, like... They're both get, like, really weird dudes who get evicted from their apartments. And they, that, have that the are power like, to, they have the power to, like, control animals. That are, like, on paper, like, human beings, but obviously, like, have, like, a, a weird, like, skin disease or some shit. And, like, yes. goblin, goblin-like physical features. Are they the? Are they? Oh wait, what if? Okay. What if? No, that wouldn't work. I was gonna say, what if Doctor Animo and this guy are like both like the same like weird alien species, but this guy some has like a weird like telepathic connection to the bugs, whereas Doctor Animo like invented a machine to communicate with animals. Yeah. Or he, he doesn't even really communicate with animals. He just like zaps them with his thing, and it makes them giant and like. To have some sort of allegiance to him and listen to him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's definitely definitely more similar to Doctor Animo than he needs to be. But uh, I think I think he was just different enough that like it didn't affect my enjoyment of the episode. But you like this episode better than the the previous one. Yeah, for sure. And why is that? I don't know. This uh, is this one just more remarkable. Yeah, this one is just more remarkable to me. Like, there was a lot more, like, good action. Uh, There's a lot... I just, like, enjoyed it a lot more in general. Um, I think there was more love here for me, personally. See, I think that's the thing... That's another thing that we've... I think we've discussed this before. You're much more into the action than I am. Like, for me, like, it's much more about comedy and... and It's, like, comedy, lore, and just, like, like, art. You know what I mean? Like, Like, the design of the characters... No, and like I and more, I don't want to say aesthetic. I want to watch them punch each other. Yeah, and that's why you like Dragon Ball, and I don't. Action is not enough of a force for me to like. There's a lot of like get... character and comedy in Dragon Ball too. Well, here, here's the thing. Also, for me, when it's like, and I'm I'm not arguing about Dragon Ball. Like, I don't I don't doubt what you just said, but the thing with action for me is that I have to have emotional stakes in the action itself. And when it's Ben 10, like, I just know that, like, okay, Ben's going to beat the shit out of the bad guy. Like, because that's what happens every single time. Whereas, like, in, like, a drama show, like, Breaking Bad or some shit, like, where it's, like, oh, like, there's, you're, like, actually kind of on the edge of your seat wondering, like, who's going to get the best, who's going to get the better of the other. You know what I mean? You see, I hate, I hate to compare it to Breaking Bad. That's just, like, the one show that's been on my mind that I can draw some kind you of see, comparison we, we don't to. have to draw this out but i have one more thing to say about dragon ball what you just described is literally like the philosophy on which dragon ball is built like um, um, emotional stakes within the action 
Dragon Ball is a story that is masterfully written in such a way that, like, the fights are the stakes, and it's like, you're fully invested. And it's like, Akira Tariaba was very talented at doing that, and that's why the original Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z are great, and you should watch And they're good in the way that you just said was... I don't know, to me, it seems that the action itself, like, visually, has a much stronger appeal then it if to me like when that becomes an appeal in itself it it feels intrusive and that i can acknowledge that that's a completely subjective like preference of mine because i I just don't get much out of like action visually which is another reason i fucking hate um family guy because they do those stupid fucking dramatic fights fights. (laughs) The chicken fights are so fucking stupid unless they um have some sort of like really funny twist to it, which they almost unless never do. Unless instead of the chicken, it's Homer Simpson. <laughs> that made it <laughs> significantly less funny. <laughs> Did it? Yes. There was okay, so there there was one that was really, 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 really funny, and the fact that it was like such a repetitive running gag made the twist funnier. You know what I mean? So it's almost like the the boringness of the chicken fights is like a necessary evil to like build you up in a, in annoyance for like the total like rejection of the traditional version of the bit. But what basically the funny the funny thing that they did, um, Stewie or like Brian like fucks with Stewie's time machine or whatever. I don't remember the exact plot, but like basically time is reversed, right? The whole world is happening in reverse, and they like go forward by like two days or some shit and like the entire city is just like fucking destroyed and it looks like all post-apocalyptic and they're like jesus christ what where'd all this devastation come from and there's like planes crashed all over the ground and shit and every like the you see the entire chicken fight happen like in reverse and like the whole like city is like, like restored build the city <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's really fucking good I just, I just really like the line. Like, where did all this devastation come from? <laughs> can you and then send just me? Like, can you send me what this episode is? I actually want to see this. I'll show you the clip, or I'll send you the clip. Holy shit! Eggy is live doing. Uh, I, I thought he was. I thought he was doing the Wings of Redemption show. He was just watching it. But he was just pretending to be Wings of Redemption on stream. Oh god! Yeah. Family Guy reverse chicken fight. Reverse chicken fight. <laughs> It, it does seem like I probably would just like enjoy like watching Family Guy. Every time I do, I do like chuckle. Everything I hate about I Family Guy, I you would doubt. probably love. <laughs> what do like, you hate we... about Family Guy? It's oh my god. I, I don't. I do not even like want to begin. <laughs> I need to like Video prepare. Essay. I need to prepare my talking points about why I hate Family Guy. It's. Family Guy is like my guilty pleasure because I fucking hate it with a burning passion, but I also love it too. Because like at the end of the day, I binge watch it all the fucking time. I was watching, I watched like ten episodes of the Cleveland Show today. My fucking god, dude! I love my the name Cleveland is show. Cleveland Brown, and I am proud to be right back in my hometown with my new family. There's old friends and okay, new you, friends we, and even a man. Listen, Riley, when when you're doing the funny Cleveland show, the funny Cleveland show song thing, uh, you you have to end it at family because it becomes fu- unfunny once you go further. You're just singing, no, you the, whole sing song. the whole song. Yeah. 
through good times and All right, bad shut the fuck times. up. This is true love we share. Come on, Danny. F- finish it for me. It'll be funny. We'll no, no, talk. no. We're not doing that. Finish it for me because I don't remember what this last lyric is. <laughs> All right, what was the last lyric you said? I said, uh, through good times and bad times, it's true love we share. Uh... And so I found a place where everyone will know my happy mustache face. This is the Cleveland show. show. Yeah. And then it goes. So like I have like the Cleveland show obviously has like a certain stupidity around it because it was very obviously like Seth MacFarlane or whoever the fuck's idea it was was like, oh, what if we made a family guy, but black people and like that entire philosophy is present throughout like the entire like sh- like every aspect of the show it's it's clearly just like like what if we took this aspect of family guy but like made it like stereotypically black and it's really obnoxious and stupid but also like the characters like like once you get over that i guess like once you like kind of just accept the formula or the stupid gimmick that it is like the characters are actually like much better than like a lot of the family guy characters i like um Cleveland Jr. is genuinely probably he might be my favorite character like in the entire like fucking Family Guy cinematic universe. They the Cleveland's family like becomes Family Guy characters after the Cleveland show gets canceled, right? Like he comes back to Kohog Yeah, he comes back to Kohog. Yeah, but the thing is like they they're they're like never in the show. They made like one like gimmick episode where it was like, oh Cleveland's back and like you know, like they it showed them they showed them like moving in to Kohog. But they I'm trying to think. Uh, Donna is in there occasionally because she's like friends with Lois and Bonnie, and she's a part of their like book club or whatever. But like, you'd never see like Cleveland Jr. or Rollo or Roberta like ever. Cleveland Jr. should be hanging out with uh, Chris. Yeah, I think they get along. I I love Cle- like Cleveland Jr. He's probably he's I don't think he's my favorite Family Guy cinematic universe character, but he's definitely like top. Probably top three, definitely top five. I think and you got to remember, there's hundreds. Universe character might be death. When does death like? Uh, I, I remember death being a lot more like significant in the show, but then every time I watch Family Guy, I like never see death. I'm like, when did this guy stop? Yeah, that was definitely like death is from what I the arc that I like to call um, full screen Family Guy. Like once Family Guy went to widescreen, that was it, it. Was almost like that was the end of an era. Even though realistically, it was it's much more complicated than that. Like that's kind of how I like separate like the two. Obviously, there's many many eras of Family Guy, right? There's like there's like I think there's like five distinct art styles that it's went through. But that's really how I like discern like the good old Family Guy to like new like shitty watered down Family Guy. And I think Death has had like one or two episodes since like you know like modern family guy did norm mcdonald do death in family guy i don't remember he was some it was definitely a famous guy please google it because i had yeah. to, i would have to break my spine to get to my computer at this particular moment yeah yeah it's norm mcdonald god norm mcdonald is so good he is he's a fucking genius <laughs> The funniest shit I've ever seen is him going on The View and talking about how Bill Clinton murdered a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, making all these old ladies <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he just yeah. claims that the president has murdered somebody. 
And then he thought it was a matter of public record. <laughs> was it was it Bill Clinton or Bill it, Cosby? It was, it, it, no, no, no. The bit was he was talking about how much he loved Bill Cosby. And then he just kept bringing up Bill Clinton instead and talking about how Bill Clinton killed a man. And then all the old <laughs> ladies are like, no, 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 we're talking about Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, Bill Clinton killed a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Clinton. He's just like... <laughs> Yeah, that was really, that was, I think we watched that together in the call. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, that was probably like a year ago. We had, we had to do it again after this show, the one year anniversary. <laughs> when is our two year anniversary? Well, like of us, of what? <laughs> of, well, I guess me coming on Largest Issue. I'd have to, what was like the, do you mean? January like 14th. The day of episode 50 or the day of episode 37 or whatever the fuck? The day of episode 39. Okay. Because that, that marks, like, my first interaction with you guys. Like, pretty much from then on, I was, like, part of the group, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, what, like, was the, what was the day of episode 39? January for, January 14th. So okay, we're, we're so... coming up on two years. Wow. I, I, always, I always said to my, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I always told myself, like, internet friends aren't real. You know what I mean? Because... Yeah. Like, because, like, not because, like, I wanted to, like, demean people who had internet friends and stuff. It's just because, like, I had a lot of, like, close internet friends. And I felt like I've had so many emotional, like, stakes in the relationship by taking it super seriously that their, um, you know, the end of, like, the internet friendship was, like, much more devastating than it needed to be. So I kind of just, like, was like, yeah, no, internet friends aren't real friends. I shouldn't take it super seriously. But, like... I don't know, man. Like with the you, issue you, crew, you get a paper due that urgently that you're trying to work on discreetly. <laughs> what do you hear me? Do you hear me clicking? <laughs> yeah, I hear like rapid typing. Oh, my bad. Sorry. I'll I'll quit that. Um, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah, but I think the issue crew and like content friends and stuff. I think it's um. Uh, I don't know. I have I have high hopes. High hopes. For the future. Yeah, it's like the the internet friend thing is like it's like I just don't have the power to meet all these people. I want to. Yeah. It's like I I, I could I do consider all of you guys my real friends, and it like kind of makes me sad when the distinction is ever made at all. Because it's like, but I I think you guys are real friends. Yeah. Why am I not a real friend? <laughs> like the different ways people perceive internet friends make me sad. Yeah. And I, I try, I try my best. <laughs> like Edith's like... constantly talking about how she doesn't have any friends, and I'm always like, "What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you do." <laughs> I'm well, right I mean, here. I say that stuff all the time, despite considering my uh, my internet friends real friends. I, I have like recently developed a new friend group. Uh, post post uh, Squeebo and Clown Fluffs. Uh, Clowny Fluffs, Squeebo the last, and yeah, more a couple like four or five more people. They're actually they're they're super chill, super cool people. When honestly. are we gonna get like Squeebo the last on a podcast? They've been like begging me to like let them on issue crew, and I'm just like, nah, I don't know. Let Squeebo the I let fucking Silas on issue crew. We can let Squeebo the last on issue crew. Yeah, I I just like Squeebo for me, the I'm last just is like your Silas. <laughs> no, 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 no. Termite was my Silas. No, Silas isn't as bad as Termite. Oh damn! <laughs> you, you know that I cut ties with Termite like yesterday, right? Wait, really? 
Yeah, I, I blocked them on like everything. They Fuck. fucking then then they like texted my personal phone number and then I just blocked that too. How did Termite get your personal phone number? Did you give it to them? Well, actually, it wasn't my personal phone number. It was my Google Voice. But ah, okay. As far as as far as the people who I give my Google Voice number are concerned, it's my personal number. That's what I that's what I give people when they ask me for my number and I don't want to be mean. I just give them my fucking Google Voice. That's good. Good. I want. I'd I'd like to apologize to anybody who um, I've given my Google Voice. I realize I just insulted you. Uh, it's a matter of my own paranoia and social anxiety, not um, you being unworthy of my real phone number. Because realistically, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give a shit. It's just I don't want to get doxxed. Yeah, no, I understand. I don't I understand want somebody to call in like a fucking bomb threat to my local establishment under my name and shit like that. No, but yeah, let, let, let's give up the last come on issue crew. What does he want to talk about? They, Riley. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, we're letting another one of those on our podcast. One of those they people. Um, I don't know what Squeeb. I don't even. I don't fucking know. They play like Overwatch and shit. Fuck. Why? Well, I asked you to do the Overwatch episode, and fucking Andrew and Squeebo can nerd out about how great it is, and the rest. No, no, no. That we have a strong Overwatch force on the issue crew. We get Squeebo on there, and then there's like Andrew and Mo who love it, and then there's me who hates it. <laughs> It's a great podcast. And then me, who's like gonna play Overwatch in the next couple of days, and then give my thoughts on it. And we, my thoughts we are unironically inevitably... should do this the Monday after next. What's what's uh, what's the next episode going to be about? Uh, we're doing Sonic, and Heartsy's coming. Sonic, on, so that's oh. that's not that's not negotiable. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to come on the Sonic podcast. Yes, you do. Yes, you you have to. The gunpoint. Why? Why, why is? <laughs> Why is Demi Gloom so important for the Sonic episode? Because you're, you have the autism power. It's like even, gonna, even if you're not obsessed autism. with Sonic, you you have, you have Sonic fan energy, and I know you have some relationship with Sonic the Hedgehog that I want to discuss. <laughs> I'm just gonna talk about how, like why like I've come to the mathematical conclusion that Sonic games are bad. And just piss everybody off, and it won't be it won't be like a like fun. It'll just be stupid. Well, I mean that is that's that's what's gonna happen anyway. Because fucking Jason's gonna show up, and he's gonna talk about how much he hates Sonic, and then me and Heartsy are gonna be like, "What the fuck, dude?" Heartsy's gonna be like, "Hey, I love Sonic the Hedgehog," and then I'm gonna be like, "Um, wow, I love (laughs) Sonic too, but I also hate it at the same like I you you read my fucking Twitter thread about why I hate fucking Sonic games." Yeah, complicated why, why relationships with Sonic are always interesting to discuss. That's exactly why I want you on the Sonic podcast. I guess, yeah. But, uh... Shit, man. What happened to this Ben Ted episode? There was the landlord girl who got sneezed on by forearms. It was not the landlord girl. That was, like, the city council girl. The not, city what council the fuck? girl was it, or whatever. Was, it, was yeah. she a councilwoman? Was that what she was? I, I don't so. fucking remember. Also, I hate... Again, I guess these are just like gripes. It's not enough to deter me from liking the episode. I'm just, I'm not a fan of stink humor usually. Cause like yeah. I look at it and then I think about it and it's gross and it's like, whatever, I can handle gross, but it's just like kind of unpleasant to imagine. Yeah, for sure. So like the, the forearms go- joke just like hit weird for me. Like the, the fucking green shit. It's like, yeah, I didn't uh, even, I was just like, mm. yeah, yeah. But Ice Heat Blast was sick. That's yeah, I mean... The, that sold the whole episode. Aren't you... 
Like, isn't that like what you smell like all the time, though, Riley? Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Demi Gloom. <laughs> According to Jason, you do smell really bad. He's wrong. Maybe he just catches me on bad days. I only see the boy like once every year and a half. Yeah. He's not around me constantly enough to give a judgment of my fucking average smell. That's probably true. I once had a discussion about this because, like, in high school. No, no, Jason is right to think this because in high school I had, like, a real problem. Like, it was, like, something I couldn't even control. Like, it, it was bad. It was yeah. awful, like, uncontrollable body odor in high school. And then at some point in my adulthood, it just kind of stopped all of a sudden. And, like, it stopped being an issue. And I had a conversation with, like, my old group of friends at work about it. And it was, it was funny because it was, like, that day I smelled bad. Because it was <laughs> just how it worked out that, the, that I talked about, like, how my mother described me smelling and, like, how that's, like, the constant reality. And, and <laughs> they were like, no, no, she's correct today, but that, <laughs> that's it. You've never smelled bad before. You, you're just having a bad day, I guess. <laughs> huh. Interesting. But yeah, no, like, the, like high school age was bad. <laughs> bad time. Well, you're also clearly somebody who went through puberty much later than the average person. So that could be part of it. You could what have been going that? through puberty. What? I went through puberty. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> Riley, there are videos of you from when you were like 16 years old and you sound like you were seven. Well, the voice is one thing, but like the rest of the puberty happened. So you, so you think the, the one aspect of puberty, that being your voice, your voice. Is like the one thing. Yeah, exactly. That was late. That's not. That's not how that works. That's not real. No, it can't. It has to be real. No. <laughs> it Palestine. <laughs> it Palestine. <laughs> Funniest the white. thing we've ever said. It Palestine. I think I started that. It is real. No, it Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, you just... did start it because you're the one who phrased it like that. Because I would, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I would have yeah. done it wrong and said it's Palestine. The, no, the, the yeah. it Palestine is really good. Um, do you remember? Do you remember geez. the scene uh, where he says it's Palestine and then he palests all over those guys? <laughs> he palestined all over those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Shit, Demi. I just again, this is not related to the show, but I'm gonna forget if I don't ask you. Did I even send you the mocast from Sunday? Yeah, you did. Okay, because that was... I, like, blacked out during that mocast. Interesting. I like time. I, like, time-warped, because... I, I don't know how much of it you've edited. I hope a lot of it, considering it's supposed to come out tomorrow. Um, and th- I, I think I fall asleep at some point, but it's the kind of fall asleep where I do not at all recall it. Yeah. Like it was just like I was on the mocast and I was talking and then suddenly the mocast was over and I was like, wait, are we ending already? And they were like, yeah, we've been, we've been going for over an hour. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's what happened the first time I smoked weed. Or actually, the opposite of that happened. I, um, I, I, I've told this story publicly multiple times where like I just felt like I woke up from like a four hour nap and no time actually passed at all. I was actually had that like epitome, like mid conversation. I, I, I took some pills I wasn't supposed to take by accident once. And I just kind of like 
Again, uh, I, like, by accident, bro. No, no, it was by accident. <laughs> I like I thought some pills were aspirin and they were not aspirin. <laughs> they were like some other medication. Didn't you say they were like Xanax? My mother takes Yeah, yeah. My mother took takes fucking them Zan- medically. How did I, you How did you not die? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just like you just like had a normal day. You're like, yeah, no, no, no. I, it wasn't and... quite a normal day. I just kind of like I took them. I had a headache. That's why I took them because I thought they were aspirin. And I just sat down, and then suddenly, it was hours later, and I was on the floor. <laughs> See, that's what happens anytime I'm like, I I'm like sleep deprived. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, okay. So to fix my sleep schedule, I'm just gonna stay up all day today. You know what I mean? And then go to bed at a normal time because I'll be really tired then, right? You, you've you've been to this before, right? Yes, and real quick, I feel I feel the need to say the disclaimer to the viewers. This happened when I was like eighteen. My mother didn't like leave her pills around when I was a kid. <laughs> I went into her room looking for aspirin as an adult and accidentally took the wrong shit. <laughs> Wait, did she, does she know that that happened? Yeah, she knows. Because I because I asked her like what was up with that aspirin in that bottle. Damn, bro, what's up with that aspirin <laughs> in that bottle? That's clearly labeled Xanax. Woo wee, silly me. And I don't I don't think it was in a bottle. It just looked like I don't quite remember the circumstances, but I was like, yo, what was with that fucking aspirin, bro? Like I I like the, like yeah, I'm just, <laughs> you got some weird ass aspirin, man. <laughs> no, but I I this is the pro- this is the problem I face when I pull all-nighters because I'll pull an all-nighter I'm like okay well it's it's 10 a.m and I didn't sleep all night so what I'm gonna do is just stay up all day and go to bed at a normal time that way my sleep schedule is not fucked up because if I sleep for 12 hours now then my schedule is completely fucked until you know what I mean I can fix it so I attempt to do that and I you know I just wake up I don't fall asleep. I just wake up on the floor hours later. And that's what happens. That's how it ends every single time. No sleep. No falling asleep. I wake up with a stomach full of fucking microwave breakfast sandwiches and monster energy out of a desperate attempt to keep myself awake. And um, yeah, I guess I just inevitably pass, literally just fucking pass out on the floor. Gonna like not sleep on... Tomorrow night, and it's gonna be bad, but it's gonna happen. What's the what's the circumstance? I can't stop it. <laughs> uh, when the clock strikes midnight, Demi Gloom, uh, a certain video game will become available for me to play. Oh my fucking god! Really, dude? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're gonna stay up like all night playing Pokemon. Of course, I fucking am. You could just. Pokemon will be there in the morning, Riley. But I have to work in the morning. Well, Pokemon will be there after work. But, but that's so long. It's the new Pokemon. God, you're such a little baby. A lot of people I know take the day off for the new Pokemon, and oh I should have, but I I didn't think about it. <laughs> I love that the like I love that you were like moral high grounding. Like, look, 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 some people take the goddamn day off, and you're like, and the only reason I'm not doing that is because I didn't think of it in time. Just call in sick. You know what? You're probably going to do that. Knowing you. You're probably going to call in sick, aren't you? Because you're going to be like, listen, I'm going to be staying. You're going to stay up all night and you're going to wake up in the morning on zero sleep and you're going to be like, fuck it. I'm going to call in sick and play Pokemon because that's the most desirable outcome for you long term. No, because I think I have to leave work early tomorrow. So like I can't leave work early tomorrow and 
call out sick on Friday. I can't do it. Yeah. I don't know what's going on tomorrow. I forgot to call my grandmother. That that that, that might have been a bad idea to forget. What what did you need to call her for? Because she the last time I talked to her, she was confused that we never actually scheduled anything because she thought I was my mother. Oh she wants yeah. Me to go to this Thanksgiving thing. That whole thing. Yeah. Apparently, the the update on that story, by the way, listeners, I think I don't think we were on a podcast when I told the story. Um, my grandmother, not not fully like fucked in the head or anything, but occasionally she gets confused, and her confusion this particular time I talked to her was she was just like convinced I was my mother, no matter like how many corrections I made. She was fucking absolutely adamant that I was my mother. Um, and then my mother talked to her on the phone the next day. And, you know, my mother's, my mother's like sick. She's so, um, I guess I talked to her. I, I talked to my grandma and she thought that I was my mother. So the next day she talks to my mother. She's like, you sounded a lot better yesterday. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> and, and then my mom was like, no, that was Riley. And, and my grandmother was like, oh, you two were switching off. And she was like, and I was like, no, we weren't. <laughs> it was Riley the whole time. <laughs> wow. Craziest plot twist ever. <laughs> she thought we were switching off. <laughs> She thought we were like fucking passing the phone around. <laughs> but uh yeah, wrap up questions about Bugman episode, unless we have other specific aspects we want to discuss. Um yeah, I don't have anything else. Um Ice Heat Blast is best. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was my is favorite that, scene. You know, you know what? Uh, Heat Blast is always a treat anyway, character-wise. He's one of my favorite alien characters, and he shot some ice this time, and it was cool action. And he also was, he, he was classic, fun Heat Blast. Heat Blast is my favorite character. I'm giving it to an alien for the first time in a while. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say, hmm, I'd probably go with Heat Blast, I guess. Only because I don't have a better alternative. And yeah, my favorite scene, again, is probably like the Heat Blast action scene. Same. Um, and again, uh, I think I made this obvious earlier. This is a 10 out of 10 Ben 10 episode for me. 10 out of 10. That's fucking bullshit. This is like a 6, 7 for me. Okay. <laughs> you gave the last one a 9 and this one a 6 or 7? Why did you like the last one so I'll, much I'll, I'll give this. I'll give this one a 7. Like a Why solid did you like seven. the last one two whole points more than this one? The last one was just like... This one was definitely more memorable, but the last one was just like more solid like throughout. Like I definitely... I got tired with this one. And I did not get tired with the last one at all. No, I get you. Okay. Um, but no, personally, this is a 10 out of 10 for me. It's, it's, it's good. High quality. 10 out of 10 would watch again. Oh. And that's it. It's over. Get out. Get out. You know how to... You know the words, the sentences... Uh, you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets it, he gets it. He gets it, he gets it. All right, Timmy, yeah, yeah. where the fuck can they find your stupid A? Linked in the description. Whoa. Yeah, Wait the, a it's, a, minute. it's a really cool, like, magic trick that we've discovered. Yeah, you can, you can actually, like, put your links in the description of YouTube videos, and uh, you don't have to individually 
like plug the URL for every fucking website they could find you on. That's crazy. It's this crazy new innovation. No, I, I think I just have like plug PTSD because the first group podcast I ever do- did, I wasn't allowed to plug anything, and that like fucked with me in the head. So yeah. like now that now that I'm running shows, I'm like no 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 no. We got to make time for plugs. Everybody's got to plug their shit. Yeah. Do you have anything in particular you want to plug? I guess. Well, I guess yeah. Go listen to the Issue Crew is what I want to plug in particular. Is yeah, Issue Crew podcast. Weekly podcast. We're seven terminally online freaks such as me and Demi Gloom. Uh, we gather in in various rotating casts and we discuss topics. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get anybody. I don't want to get anybody too excited because I'm not like hard committed to this. But uh, I have been looking for guests for the Demi Gloom podcast, Fuck which the is Demi Gloom podcast. It's um, I think I don't know. I'm looking. Basically, I'm looking for guests. This I'm not like telling listeners to come on the show unless they really want to. But um, it's won't it's come like on the radio, which will come on the Demi Gloom show. Yeah. The Demi Gloom podcast. I don't even know what I'm actually going to call it. Break the working title is obviously just the Demi Gloom podcast, but I want to I want to come up with a more snappy name. The Demi Gloom podcast is just too generic. Real Gloom hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be um I guess politics, ethics, internet culture, garbage. Well, not internet culture. The other two things yeah, because you have no stakes in the social issues, so you don't care. But like me personally, I do. My human rights are at stake, so obviously I'm going to have opinions about, you know, how things should be handled. Handle these nuts in your mouth. Wow, bitch. Hold, hold on, did did I just travel back in time? Is it 2014? Holy shit. <laughs> Alright, gamers, yeah, go listen to the issue crew. I don't care about anything else. Fuck everything else that I do. Holy shit. What? I have to do Kira's Kingdom tomorrow. <laughs> Holy shit. That is pretty wild. Fuck. What, are you Fuck! not excited about it? I just, I'm not ready for it. I told Mo, yeah, well, let's start this week, and then... But now it's time this week, and I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for Kira's Kingdom. <laughs> Why do you feel like it's it's just like such an important show that like it's you know like like you feel like you have to be like meet a certain standard, meet the golden standard of the good old that days. That and also like it's just I was not yet ready to make the balance in my head. Like I gotta I gotta start factoring in that I do Kira's Kingdom on Thursday nights to like my prep time for uh, movie reviews, which I also do on Thursday nights, um, which I've not, I've not factored that in. I got to watch fucking Spider-Verse and then do the movie podcast. And then I assume I'll have time to watch an episode of Death Note, but it'll be like on the wire and I'll kind of be like constantly in like content preparation or content making mode for that amount of yeah. time. And it's not cool, man. <laughs> Feels bad, man. And I also have not prepared the dedicated feed yet, which I meant to have done before Kira's Kingdom episode 41 was to be dropped, but it's not looking like it's going to happen because I'm, I'm a procrastinator and I can't stop. So you, you don't think the Death Note feed is going to be a thing? No, it'll be a thing, but I think it'll like 
the, the the first like two or three the reboot episodes might come out on the mega feed before I get my shit together and get the dedicated feed done. Understandable. Episode forty one coming Whoa. soon. I love that number. <laughs> but yeah, go listen to Kira's Kingdom better than this show. No, it's not. Because eh. Gloom isn't on it, and Mo Diggity is, and he's better than Debbie Gloom. You really think Mo is better than me? I I love all of my friends equally. Oh, that's uh, bullshit. <laughs> I listen. If you like, when you said Colo was better than me, like I don't take offense to that. Like you and Colo have that. You just click like that. You know what I mean? You're yeah. like sodium chloride, but like me better than Mo. Like, come on, bro. Or sorry, well, me Mo better and, than me. Me and Mo also click well. To be fair, like we made Kira's Kingdom. Okay, but yeah, but so do we. We make Kira's Kingdom. I said you. You know what I meant. I didn't mean <laughs> that we made Kira's Kingdom. I've had a severe and continuous radio, and that's not as good. On okay, well, if me and you made Kira's Kingdom, it would most certainly be better than Omnitrix Radio, because like Death Note is just a much better thing to talk about. Shows like that, even like what shows could you do that with? Honestly, you probably we probably could do that with Breaking Bad, but yeah, Breaking Bad is the obvious candidate. We, we yeah. can definitely do that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other shows that I could be invested in enough to do this sort of shit and have it be as great as it was in Curious Kingdom. Mm. I don't know, man. Watch along podcasts are cool. It's unfortunate. I, I've like started or attempted to start like a million of them. For different things, it's like so hard to choose something, because it's kind of like it, it's always the urge as a content creator who like likes that particular format where it's like, this is a show that I'm vaguely interested in. What if I do a podcast about it and that will motivate me to watch it? Yeah, I bet you could do that with um, Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were gunning for the the Stranger Things uh, podcast. Was I? Yeah. I think it was pre on the tricks radio. We were like trying to come up with something, and you were like, "Bro, Stranger Things podcast." I think it was even pre Breaking Bad because like we talked about doing Stranger Things, we talked about doing Breaking Bad, and like for both of them, I was like, "No, I'm not gonna do that." Yeah. And then I watched Breaking Bad, and it was the best thing I'd ever seen. I wonder if we could do um, and not that we would, because we're obviously gonna do season reviews. But if we could do a Malcolm in the Middle podcast, do you think that would warrant? And no, like a podcast episode per episode. It's a sitcom. It's it's hard to like. See, I I disagree. I think that show um, there's enough like to the comedy that like like it's even just like in like DMs we've had like pretty entertaining conversations just about like why the like what like specific details they add to the jokes and why that makes it funny. It's just a great conversation. The fucking military school payphone thing. That, that was, was so fucking that was hilarious. So like good. like. We could talk about that for like twenty minutes, about why that was so good. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, we we were gonna do season reviews of Malcolm in the Middle. I gotta get back to watching Malcolm so we can. I think we should do. Honestly, I think we should do, like, episode reviews. We're not gonna do that. We have Onetics Radio. We need to come up with another show that is fucking not based on a TV show. (laughs) But why? It's it's so perfect. No, it's not. Listen, there's a, there's only one other watch along podcast I want to do right now. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it with Penguin Mage, and it's gonna last for like three episodes, and then never happen again. For what show? Pokemon. Oh. Because I fucking I've been thinking about the anime a lot. I wrote that fucking video 
I, I feel like the Pokemon anime episodes. I feel like most episodes of the Pokemon anime do not like warrant like a long discussion. I don't think so. Like it's it's pretty straightforward. Like there's not like a whole lot of like like there's not like a frame by frame like breakdown you can make as to what makes it great. It's like yeah. Ash uh, got rid of Butterfree, and it was uh, really sad. Nah, you, you could talk about that episode and the fucking emotional impact it had on a generation of children for hours. Okay, to be to be fair, I did cry. Did you cry? Uh, no, but I did. Tear oh, up. I teared okay, up. Okay, you teared up. Okay, that's good enough. Like I, I, I swear, I, I like only I've like known... one one media thing has ever made me cry, cry. But like when I tear up, that's when you know it's like. With um that I swear to God, like so many people, like that specific scene I know has made people like either cry or tear up, and I I swear to God, like it's it's not like the saddest thing that's ever happened in a show. It's it's definitely not even the saddest thing that's happened in Pokemon, but just like the way it was like shot and like the music and like just like everything, it, it's almost like it was designed to like incite like crying. You know what I mean? No, it's like. I but the thing is like I'm such a softy like I feel that way in like eight other scenes like I think some of them some of the other ones are more underappreciated it's like Ash builds such this genuine friendship with all of his Pokemon that like whenever there's like a circumstance in which he has to release them it's always like oh god no oh he's leaving they're saying goodbye it's it's no don't right. do it <laughs> but like I was like happy for Butterfree obviously like just like it was like there was no like. Like on paper, that shouldn't have been super sad. You know what I mean? It was just like, yeah, it's unfortunate well, it was that because um, Ash and Butterfree are friends. <laughs> yes, obviously, but like on paper, that it shouldn't have been sadder than any other scene. But like, it just the way that it was shot and presented, particularly, like made it much more impactful. I think uh, you probably haven't seen this scene because you said you haven't seen anything past Orange Island, and this happens in Johto. Um, but when Ash parts with his Charizard, I think that might even be like a better emotional. Cause like hmm. they, it, it, it's like the whole episode setup where like Ash is just traveling. Uh, Johto has been great for Charizard because he's at like the beginning of a region and he has a fucking Charizard, so <laughs> it's just like kicking ass consistently. But then he, Ash comes across this fucking valley where a bunch of Charizards live, and Ash is like, "Oh, that's so cool! I could train my Charizard with other Charizards, and it'll be great." And then all the other Charizards fucking kicked Ash's Charizard's ass. They just fucking destroyed him. So eventually the conclusion was reached that the best thing for Charizard was to stay in that valley and train with the other Charizards. So Ash, like, has to part ways with him. And and Charizard's stubborn because he's loyal. So Ash has to, like, pretend to abandon him. Yeah. To, like, get him to stay. And it's like it, it's it, it's fucked up, man. He uh, he like he like has to give this like fake speech about him being a weak Charizard when like you uh, know he doesn't you know he doesn't mean it, and like there's tears in his eyes as he says it. But he's like he he, he has to let him go. Like this is what's best for him. So he's like, yeah, you're a weak Charizard. I don't want you anyway. And then he runs away crying because he does want his Charizard, and he's actually just doing what's best for it. That's that's fucked up that the writers even made made us kids like even have to think about that moral dilemma that's the admiral thing about ash ketchup is he cares more about like the well-being of his pokemon than literally anything else even if it fucks over like his own his own agenda his own battle career etc like his his yeah. pokemon is for his priority 
He fucking his most powerful Pokemon he had in the original show. He had his fucking Primeape, and they find they he was like this angry rage monster he couldn't control. And then the moment he could control him, and he was they were like a powerhouse duo. He this fucking fighting type expert offers to train him, and it's like, well, I, I guess that would be really good for him. I'm I kind of don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm holding I'm holding this monkey boy back. So he releases his Primeape, and that might even happen before Butterfly. I, I don't know. <laughs> Ash releases a lot of Pokemon, and it sucks every time. But specifically, I think Butterfree and Charizard are the two that I really think about. It's like fuck, man, that that pulled that pulled at my heartstrings. Yeah. At least he gets Charizard back. He never gets Butterfree back. Yeah. He never sees Butterfree again. <laughs> I was always pissed because, like, I assumed that like he would have seen Butterfree again at some point. Yeah, and it's like they. They've alluded to it in the past, but, like, they just never pulled the trigger. Like, yeah. Ash's Butterfree was in, like, the opening of Battle Frontier. Like, he was in, like, the theme song animation, but he never appears. And there's, like, a whole episode of the black and white anime where Ash, like, rec- recalls his time with his Butterfree and, like, helps a Caterpie become good. And it's like, man, I just want to see the Butterfree. At least... He he never promised to come back for Butterfree like he did for Pidgeot. That's that's who he did dirty. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna come back for you, Pidgeot. Don't worry. <laughs> and then we never see him again. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it for uh <laughs> Pokeball Radio, the <laughs> Pokemon anime podcast. Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, thanks. Uh, I've been Riley. I've been Sammy Glenn. I'll see you next time.